Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast, hosted by me, Ray Benjamin. On every episode, we seek to educate our listeners with a mix of humor, honesty, and zero chill. You can follow us on Instagram at Stuff I Don't Like Podcast, and now I'm happy to announce we're on the iHeartRadio app, so you can find our podcast there. Just search for Stuff I Don't Like. So wherever you're listening to the show, I want you to do me a huge favor. I want you to like, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends so the show can continue to grow and excel. On Facebook recently, I've been seeing the show's been getting a lot of new likes. I don't know where that's coming from because I don't really go on Facebook that much. (laughs) But thank you. Shout out to all the new fans and new listeners. Um, I love you know when you guys leave comments or dm me or message me so keep it up and thanks for your support if you didn't know i'm also if you didn't know i also um have co-written and produced a new cartoon web series called julisa who it's a one minute animated show that follows the adulting fails of the title character julisa whether Julissa's trying to avoid her annoying co-workers or an unsolicited threesome at a coffee shop, her inner thoughts rarely match the unbothered demeanor she pretends to maintain. We post new episodes on Instagram every Tuesday, and you can follow us at Julissa, that's J-U-L-I-S-A underscore W-H-O, or you can visit our website at julissahoo.com. So now that we got all of that fun stuff out of the way, let's go ahead and start the show. Hey guys, so I wanted to do a little mini hot topic episode this week. So as most of you may know, in the news this week um, was a big case of Amber Geiger. She was the police officer who shot and killed uh, Botham Jean, a black man that was just chilling in his home. Now, this white lady said that she thought it was her house, and she went into his apartment, and she saw thought he was an intruder, and so she shot the man, even though that's absurd. Like, how could you think someone else's apartment is yours? The whole case was fishy from the get-go. Um, it was messed up because initially she wasn't even arrested or charged with anything. Nothing was going to happen. But people were so outraged and putting pressure on, you know, the police department that they finally, you know, did an investigation and arrested her. And I think she was still... Um, receiving paid leave for a time when she was first arrested. So she actually was found guilty, which I was shocked, to be honest. I think we're so used to in this country seeing police abuse their powers in instances and face no circumstances. But I will note that the jury that did convict her was, you know, made up of a lot of people of color so I think when you don't have like old white people on a jury sometimes you can get more um balanced verdicts so she was found guilty but what was troubling to me is that 
you see what has gone viral is all these pictures of like the victim's brother hugging her the the judge hugging her um and the victim's brother releasing a statement of forgiveness saying he forgives her and you know I've seen this like being praised on social media on the news like I follow this Instagram account and that promotes good news and they promoted like him forgiving the murderer as good news and we're like oh this is great this is beautiful but my question is um how come whenever black people are murdered they make public displays of forgiving people um I think of this instance I think of the the case where the white supremacists shot up the church and you have the church members rushing to forgive this dude and I just don't understand it like I'm not saying that you should live with hatred in your heart forever but I think that at least the narratives that I've seen is I I only see black people rushing to hug their murderers like and it being seen as a good thing and we're supposed to like this like I don't ever see instances of like you know holocaust victim goes to a nazi and gives him a hug like that's not a a narrative that's pushed but for some reason black people love forgiving uh white supremacists uh I really don't get it and I understand that you know a lot of people are religious, they're Christian, you know, they're inspired by Jesus, they want to turn the other cheek and be holy and whatnot, but, you know, I I read the Bible too, and, you know, Jesus fucked shit up. Um, I think we always want to paint Jesus as some, like, docile, uh, peace-coming person, but Jesus was a shit talker. Like, that's what Jesus was. He came in. He was disrupting the social order of the day. He was calling out the Pharisees, which were the ruling class of the day, um, the established religious leaders. He was calling them out and saying they were full of shit. That's like if I walked into a fucking mega church and was like, fuck you, you're a liar. Fuck you, you a liar. Fuck you, you're full of shit. Like, that's that's essentially what Jesus was saying in uh, nicer words. But Jesus wasn't um, just sitting back and letting bullshit happen. Like Jesus provided social commentary and context in his world. You know, he went into a temple and flipped over the table because they were dispe- they were disrespecting God's house by doing money business in the temple on a holiday. So Jesus, you know, he might have been a forgiving person, but he also just didn't stand by and let dumb shit happen. I think that's the core of uh Jesus's teachings if you read the gospels are to you know stand up to speak out against injustice if something bad is happening you say it that's the type of jesus that i like and that i've read so why can't we go with that version of jesus uh (laughs) this is what i ask why can't we go with that version of jesus instead of like 
shucking and jiving Jesus because I'm not down with that version. Second of all, I do understand forgiveness as a principle. I do think that holding on to hatred in your heart is toxic. You know, something bad happens to you and you you do have to heal. You do have to process those feelings and you do have to release them and let them go because if you don't, it's just going to fester inside of you. It's going to grow. For some people, it may grow into an addiction. Um, some people may grow into self-harm or it may grow into violence against others. So I do believe that forgiveness is something that, you know, should happen. But my question is, why does forgiveness have to be such a public display all of the time? You know, that that's what I don't understand. Like, I think forgiveness can be private. Forgiveness can be internal. It can be personal. Um, it can be done on a level where we're not embracing uh, racists in front of cameras and <laughs> spreading this narrative because I think it's damaging. I think it gives people um, an license to think, oh, well, hey, if I kill all these people and they hug me at the end and ultimately it doesn't matter. I think that it allows people to dehumanize us even more and devalue us even more if we don't even seem to value ourselves. If someone can come and murder us and then a few months later we're hugging the murderer, uh, that, you know, <laughs> to me, I don't like these optics. I don't see why forgiveness has to be a, a spectacle. If you want to forgive someone, do it in your own time. But I, I just think it's inappropriate. Um, so what are some solutions, some alternatives to forgiveness? Um, because I think that we need to take action. I just think that the forgiveness narrative is definitely pushed upon black Christians more than any other group. And I think it's the most harming to our ourselves. Um, I can take, for instance, you know, the, the recent um, anti-gun protests spurred by the kid to experience that school shooting. Their cries were for legislation. Their cries were to uh, take tangible measures to end gun violence. Like the headlines that came after that were showing these kids organizing protests, um, calling for legislation. They weren't uh, photo ops of these kids holding hugging the mother of the the mass shooter like these this is not what needs to be promoted at this time at this time we need to say hey you know this thing happened um at least in uh, amber geiger's case she was convicted she will face some sort of penalty now some people argue that it's not enough she was only sentenced to 10 years for essentially murdering someone which you know is not it's kind of unheard of you know people that have drugs on them are sentenced to longer uh sentences she's murdered someone and only got 10 years 
Of course, hugging it out with our oppressors doesn't always happen. Um, most famous case I can think of in recent times is in 2014, where Mike Brown was murdered by a police officer, and Black Lives Matter grew out of that uh injustice. And now it's a national, probably international movement that has sparked conversations about police brutality and um, abuse of power. And I mean, I don't think honestly the legislation has gone far enough, but we're moving in the right direction. Some officers are now required to wear body cams. Some are having more training. I know where I live in LA, I have a friend that works for the city of LA and she was telling me how police officers are doing more community outreach programs in some areas um the areas that they serve they're doing taking more efforts to get to know people in the community now of course it's not nearly far enough because like I said I live in LA so I see fucked up shit (laughs) happen to people every day but I think at least we're using the momentum of these injustices and trying to make change so that this doesn't happen again I feel that when these things happen and sadly they probably will happen again because this is a fucked up uh world we live in but when these things happen we need to use them um to make sure that for the next generation of people things won't be as bad and I don't think hugging the same person who shot us point blank with no feeling is a way to do that I feel like we need to skip the hugs and we need to have justice um I think we need to organize to come together and and say hey this is what we want and present our our and present our demands to our local representatives I'm not saying that I know I don't know everything. I don't know all the issues, but I think that we need to come together as a group, research, um, give some line items, and then make our collective power known. Um, I was watching the Revolt Summit um, that P. Diddy's company puts on, and Killer Mike was one of the panelists. I love Killer Mike. Um, I think I talked about his Netflix show before on here. But Killer Mike is one of my favorite people because he just tells it like it is. (laughs) He can be abrasive sometimes and like in your face. But I like that because he's just brutally honest. He said that, which is true, you know, black people in America, we are the largest consumers. We spend the most amount of money, yet we hold the least amount of wealth. Imagine if we all came together and made a list of demands and said, hey, you know, uh, black people, we want better education standards. We want uh, affordable housing. Whatever the, the issues that we come up with, we align on these issues and then we can go to our local governments or state federal government and make changes because I think that we take for granted our power and we we organize but we organize around very loose causes and 
this is now offside track. I started talking about forgiveness, but I think it goes hand in hand because I won't be able to forgive someone until I think justice is served. To me, that's forgiveness is you have to show some contrition. You have to show that you've corrected the behavior or else what am I forgiving you for? So you can do the same bullshit over and over and over and over and over again. To me, um, that's insanity. So I say um, we need to stop forgiving bullshitters. Stop forgiving those who perpetuate violence against us and a lot of times I'm not just blaming white supremacists I'm blaming those in our own community a lot of times people perpetuating violence upon us are people that look exactly like us Um, so I think we need to cut the bullshit stop with the Jesus forgiving shit get with the Jesus calling out shit and I think forgiveness should be a conditional upon change being made so end rant (laughs) thanks for listening i'll see you guys next week with a real episode with a real guest but i just had to get that off my chest thanks thanks for listening to another thanks for listening to another episode of the stuff i don't like podcast hope you enjoyed it Please do myself and yourself, let's let's keep it real, yourself a favor by going on Instagram and following us at Stuff I Don't Like Podcast. You can also visit us on the internet, the interweb at stuffidontlike.net. I'd also love for you to check out the cartoon web series that I've been working on. It's a comedy. It's hilarious. You'll love it. And and that's it. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for more great And that's it. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for more great stuff. And that's it. So tune in next week for more conversations with humor, honesty, and zero chill. Thanks guys.